Good morning. Today is Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, Evan George, and welcome to Bostopia News. And here's what's happening in the news today. Marty Walsh was in town over the weekend as part of a tour across the country to promote the paid leave for all, which is, I think, providing 12 full weeks of paid family medical leave for all U.S. workers. The most notable aspect of Marty Walsh's return was that he took an interview in which he took responsibility for a number of scandals alleviating Kim Janey of being responsible for them. These include the ongoing criminal court case against Patrick Rose for the allegations of child sexual assault, the hasty appointment and then suspension of police commissioner Dennis White, who faced allegations of physical abuse against his wife, and some chaos on the Boston School Committee. Quoting now from the article, Walsh praised Janie, who he said took action by firing White. Reading a direct quote from Marty now, I watched what she did, and now there's a search for a commissioner, and that's the right way to go. Now, Marty Walsh has already said he will not be making any formal endorsements in this race, but taking the time to come to Kim Janey's defense and alleviate her of any blame for how she has been handling these situations certainly seems to tell you that it seems that she is his pick for Boston's mayor. Or maybe I'm just reading into it too much. A filing deadline with the Attorney General's office is starting to show what ballot questions we might anticipate to see on the 2022 ballot. Thus far, nine petitions have been filed two backed by the Massachusetts Republican Party seeking to set up voter ID laws, and another requiring doctors to take, and I quote, all reasonable steps in keeping with good medical practice to preserve the life of a child born alive, which is what they do anyway. But this is in response to last year's abortion access expansion. Two more were filed by the Massachusetts Nurses Association, which would tackle financial transparency among hospital CEOs. Another from the Massachusetts Package Store Association, which would boost the number of liquor licenses available to food stores, which to me means we might finally be able to buy beer at Stop and Shop. Similarly, Cumberland Farms filed a competing ballot question on the issue of boosting the number of liquor licenses. And the big one, a Proposition 22 style piece of legislation, which would permanently restrict gig economy workers as their rights of employees as companies. The filing deadline is on Wednesday, and you only need 10 signatures of registered voters to just put forward your petition. However, if the Attorney General's office finds your petition to be credible, you must then generate 80,000 signatures by November 17th. And then from there, there's a couple different ways the dominoes can fall. But I will be watching these very closely, and will let you know more when I know more. The National Transportation and Safety Board is conducting a preliminary investigation into the Green Line crash that occurred last Friday. And from their initial report, it found that the Green Line trolley, which collided into the other, was traveling at roughly 30 miles per hour in what it was supposed to be a 10 miles per hour zone. 25 people needed medical attention after the crash, but quoting from Transportation Secretary Jamie Tesler, Quote, thankfully, everyone there seems to be okay. The MBTA placed on leave the seven-year Green Line driver. And while I don't want to speculate too much, it seems to me that this is a case of human error. 
but we will certainly know more in the coming weeks. Charlie Baker said that Massachusetts is more than ready to help renters deal with evictions now that the federal moratorium on evictions has been lifted. Quoting, saying, We do have one of the more robust eviction diversion programs in the country, which we've been running since last fall when the state's eviction moratorium expired. Yes, never forget that in the Massachusetts Democratic supermajorities of both houses, our eviction moratorium ended last October. And I believe there are eight states across the country that have some protection, or at least in their major cities. Since October, Massachusetts has issued out $280 million in rental assistance, which accounts to roughly $28 million per month. However, a report from the Massachusetts Department of Housing and Community Development showed that roughly 90% of those people and families seeking rental assistance were rejected which housing advocates say is because the process is overly burdensome, and which I take one step further and say the process is overly burdensome by design. We are seeing this at city levels, state levels, and the federal level to make a big statement about a large part of money being used for these services, and then making the process so difficult that the ones who need it the most simply cannot access it. It is by design to have the system operate like this. And remember, right now, our state legislatures are on a one-month vacation. As COVID cases continue to rise across the state, the Massachusetts Teachers Association Board of Directors unanimously voted yesterday, or two days ago, to support the mandatory use of face coverings in public schools from pre-K to higher education. However, Charlie Baker has still refused to impose such a mandatory mask mandate for schools, despite, again, the CDC's recommendation just a week or two ago. This comes as a new survey was released conducted by the COVID-19 Consortium, which surveyed over 20,000 people across 50 states and found that 64% of Americans support a vaccine requirement and 81% of residents here in Massachusetts would support a vaccine mandate by the government, something I also support. In my own work, I continue to track the death rates, which have been more or less stagnant over the last two months. However, as cases continue to rise, it is just mathematical probability that we will see increased hospitalizations and deaths. So let's hope some mandates do come our way, including a return maybe to a mask here in Massachusetts, so that we can get better control and continue with our reopening. And that's going to do it for today's episode. I'm sure I'll be going live at some point, maybe Thursday night. But we'll have to check my schedule. Like, subscribe, retweet. I know some of you have not yet given me five stars on iTunes because I can check the numbers. So please do that. Feel free to Venmo me a cup of coffee and a beer as well, if you're so inclined. Take care. Have a great rest of your day.